0: you're passionate about transforming retail operations and improving performance, plus you're accountable for key change projects and programs in your company, then you're in the right place. Welcome to the Retail Transformation Show with me, Oliver Banks. Welcome to the Retail Transformation Show. I am your host, Oliver Banks, And this one is episode 73 this episode comes out on the 16th of march 2020 and we've just come out of perhaps one of the most strange weeks for retail certainly in the uk and europe and the us and australia we are of course in the middle of the coronavirus covid19 worldwide pandemic and we've seen retail go a little bit crazy, particularly in the grocery sector. So in today's episode, I wanted to take a particular look at how this current situation is actually affecting transformation and how you are leading and managing and working on a transformation in your business, because it does absolutely have an effect. So I've got some tips to help you keep your transformation on the tracks in the face of this current challenge. And actually, if you're listening in the future, and the coronavirus COVID-19 is all finished and over and done with, then I think this is still going to be relevant for you. Because as things like working from home and working remotely and managing distributed transformation teams come more and more into play, some of these tips are going to stay ever relevant for you. So do continue listening on if you are listening into the future. But if you are listening as this episode comes out, it has been a little on the strange side, hasn't it? Certainly one of the more bizarre times in the retail industry that I can think of. Whether it's the sheer pressure and even consumer behaviour that some of the grocery stores and supermarkets are seeing, or perhaps it's plummeting footfall and sales for those non-essential categories, or whether it's those stressful and frankly even dangerous situations that some of our colleagues on the front line of retail are experiencing right now in stores but from a transformation perspective it's also a slightly weird time more and more companies are putting in place work from home policies whether that's encouraging people to work from home whether that is shutting down the office or whether it's even of course isolation self-imposed or restricted those sort of measures do affect a transformation we're seeing less working from the office and more working from home. With less people coming together, we're seeing fewer meetings, but we're seeing more conference calls, more video calls, more phone calls. There's going to be less visiting stalls and DCs and other parts of the operation, but an increased focus on getting the job done. Obviously, it's not a very good time to be deploying a new change or initiative or trialing things right at the moment. So that's an important consideration if you are leading or managing a transformation. And it probably goes without saying that financials in your retail business are also likely to be squeezed and put under stress, whether that's from a capex, a capital perspective or an opex for your operational costs those implications are of course likely to affect cash flow and also likely to affect the funding and investments that were going to be needed for your transformation initiative so you may find the business case viability for your transformation still stacks up but the cash that is needed to make that investment may not be there depending of course on what that is that you are working on and of course csr corporate social responsibility is really being put to the test, and we're seeing some retailers go after that sort of profiteering perspective, which I'm pretty sure customers are going to remember some extreme pricing strategy. People do remember that stuff, and that does affect loyalty, right? So, if you're doing that, do consider that, please. So, with all of that going on, there are kind of three stories going on in retail. Number one, the huge peaks for certain areas, certain areas like grocery and particular categories as well. We're also seeing declining footfalls and sales and even store closures for those non-essential categories. Companies like Apple and Nike are leading the way there. And then we're also seeing an increased drive to e-commerce and a focus on the supply chain like never before. And actually, I think that supply chain focus will serve our retail industry in a great way as we look into the longer term future once this current crisis is over and done with. So as I mentioned, I wanted to give you some tips to help you continue to lead and manage your transformation when you are working remotely, when you are working from home and the rest of your team is also remote from you as well. You can find all of the show notes from today's episode over at obandco.uk 73. That's obandco.uk slash 73. So first up is that you must, of course, support and be considerate of the ongoing operation. At times of crisis the business should absolutely be focused on keeping the wheels on the bus, keeping that day to day operation going. And actually, I think this is where retail is really at a strong point. That pragmatic get up and go attitude is absolutely what we need in these times, whether it's coronavirus or whether it's anything else, frankly. So you must absolutely be considerate of what you are doing and how you are acting and what is going on in the rest of the business. And of course, that's a good tip for all year round, right? Whatever is going on. Secondly, as we increasingly find ourselves in a work from home situation, it's important to continue to network both internally and externally. Now, of course, in our modern day, digitally enabled tech ready world, that does not need to be face to face. But what you must absolutely not do is let it fall by the wayside either. There is so much value that comes out of meeting, out of having a cup of coffee with someone, out of even just the general chit chat. And as we all seclude and isolate ourselves when working from home, do not let that happen. Do not just isolate yourself literally and metaphorically as well. It's going to be important to keep those relationships going. And actually, it's a really strong time to build those strong relationships, as I say, both internally in your company and externally with other companies, with suppliers and so on. It's a great time to learn and engage and understand more about the world that is going on around us. And putting in that effort now will mean that once this current crisis is over, you're ready to step on the gas, put your foot on the accelerator and make some rapid progress. So, continue to network both internally and externally. Continue to learn and stay curious too. Next up, don't let progress on your transformation stop completely. Now, this is particularly relevant if you are trying to balance the day to day operations and a transformation program as well, which I know some people do have to do. It's very easy to completely switch off the transformation element and then think, you know, I'll pick it up later on. But actually, This could be a good opportunity to get things in order and get things motoring on in the background so that when this does finish, and it absolutely will, of course, then you're ready to take advantage. And we're going to need a lot of initiatives that are ready to go because this is going to be a tough time and we need to make sure that we are boosting both our individual companies and the industry as a whole when it's time to, as I say, put the foot on the accelerator once again. So don't let progress stop. Balance the day-to-day operations and your transformation efforts too. And a really important part of not letting progress stop is actually staying in touch with your team, your transformation team and your stakeholders. Probably the biggest opportunity for you, maybe in the whole episode actually, is to continue to communicate your status and progress from your transformation initiatives, from your projects, from your programs. If you keep that communication going about what is going on, what are you facing up against? What are the challenges? What are the opportunities? What is happening? Then it will stay front of people's minds. And that will inspire more action and more progress. So you keep that momentum. If you stop communicating about your status and your progress, what will happen is people will forget. There's so much going on in the world, people will just forget about you and your transformation, and that will just disappear. And then in a few months' time, it will be like, oh, yeah, I know there was something about that, wasn't there? You had some big program, yeah, yeah, it's not so important now. And then you've lost all of that momentum, and you'll really have to work hard to get that, that wheel going once again. So do keep up with your communication, with your progress updates, to make sure that your team and your stakeholders Stay in touch and they stay up to date. The next tip I have for you is to continue to look at how you can collaborate with others in your team, both your colleagues that are working on your transformation and those that are not, because particularly in the current crisis, it could be that people fall ill and are not able to continue on. So it is absolutely important that we share what's going on and what needs to be done. You don't want to be in a situation where you have some very specialist knowledge that only you hold, frankly, about a transformation or about day-to-day operations. And then if you were to suddenly fall ill, it's that whole business continuity challenge, right? You know, if you get struck by a bus, how are you going to communicate that now and collaborate so that people are ready to pick up the ball off you? Oh, and by the way, so that you're ready to pick up the ball from other people, from your colleagues as well. Think about that. How are you going to collaborate now to make sure that the business as a whole, that huge machine, can continue to operate freely if the worst were to happen? The next big tip I had for you here is to keep your productivity up. We're increasingly used to working from home, but really on the odd occasion, not every single day for extended periods of time. I think one of the dangers that we face is frankly, all workers in any industry, is that productivity will drop in these extended periods of working from home. The first few days are fine, but then you get a bit lazy, you get a bit lax, and things fall off. Stuff stops happening. Standards start slipping. And things don't happen. Change doesn't happen. Transformation doesn't happen. And that will just put you on the back foot. And it's going to be hard to kickstart yourself as well. So there's lots of different working from home productivity hacks and tips and strategies. And I'm going to put some of those on the show notes page for you. So do head over there. That's obandco.uk 73. obandco.uk 73. And there you can get a whole host of different tips to help you stay productive when working from home or working remotely as well. But right now, just very quickly, my biggest tip would absolutely to be to build a routine. You feel this pressure to continue to deliver. And actually if you're sitting there in your PJs doing some household chores at the same time, it's easy to let that productivity slip off and then it's very difficult to get it back up again. So do make sure you keep a routine that is similar to when you are going to work. Oh and by the way, when you start having partners and kids and housemates or whoever it is that you live with also at home, that's gonna be particularly put under stress and strain and pressure. So lay out some ground rules for yourself as well, right? And I think also on that point, it's worth absolutely sharing your tips when you're working from home. I'm going to put on LinkedIn a conversation starter to help us share tips. And I'll also put that on the show notes as well, the link there. So the, those show notes again, obnco.uk 73. My next tip that I wanted to share with you is about continuing a transformation that you have in play. If you have change initiatives that are out in trials or test stages or proof of concepts, it's going to be absolutely critical that you think very carefully and strategically how you are going to assess if they have been a success or not. If you are using a data-based approach, which I hope you are, to assess if your trial is a success, suddenly you're going to find some very odd outputs right footfall is massively up or down depending on what sector you're in sales all over the place is very unpredictable so how are you going to clean up that data to make sure that it's not going to affect your decision making certainly start thinking about that now then as we look further into the future once the coronavirus has subsided and the world has returned to normal you have to imagine that the way that we live and work and shop will change as a result of everything that has gone on. We'll see new innovation coming out. I think we'll see consumers challenging what's really important and what's not. And we're going to see a lot of different habits, some new ones, some changed ones, and stopping existing habits as well. So consider, how is this going to affect your business? And then, how is your transformation going to take these changes into account? get on the front foot, start thinking about how you are going to adjust your transformation strategy now, rather than waiting for this to start finishing up and then wait until you're on the back foot once again. There's a common theme here, right? It's about keeping momentum, keeping progress, keeping the insight there, staying in touch with things. Incidentally, I issue a retail transformation briefing, which is a free email that I send out every single week, which looks at some of the big transformation changes going on in the retail industry from around the world. And that is actually an excellent resource, free as I say, that can help you stay in touch with what is going on and how things are changing. So why don't you sign up? That's over at the show notes page, or you can find out more at obandco.uk briefing. My next tip is to actually consider how your business could support the greater good. LVMH Louis Vuitton Moet Hennessy has actually announced that some of their perfume factories are going to stop producing perfume and instead start to produce hand sanitizer to hand over to the French government to help their efforts. I think this is a great use of repurposing an organization's capability and capacity To serve the greater good, so do consider what is it that your business could do quickly, easily, that would help the wider community and the wider world. I mentioned CSR was going to be put to the test, and this is a great opportunity for you to really live those values that are perhaps painted on the wall of the boardroom or whatever. Start thinking about that and take a leaf out of LVMH's book as well. And my final tip is to leave you with three big themes or skills or mindsets to take into consideration as we continue to find ourselves working from home, as we continue to find ourselves up in these uncharted waters, so to speak. So the first is that you must have empathy. Empathy for your customers, empathy for your colleagues, particularly those on the shop floor or in depots that are really giving it their all. In particular, have patience with other people as well. Patience is going to be a virtue that is so well-respected when things are going crazy, right? So have empathy. Collaborate. Collaborate and build that network with the people inside your organization and outside your organization. Great things can happen when people come together and they start bashing ideas around. So make sure you continue to collaborate in these tough times. And finally, communicate communicate with your teams, communicate with your colleagues, communicate what's going on in your transformation, in your business. Now is the time for openness and visibility and honesty rather than keeping things hidden away on a need to know basis, in my opinion. Of course, there are always going to be elements of confidentiality, which you must, of course, obey. But it's also a time for openness. People are worried right now. And what happens when people are worried is that there is an information void. There are things that they do not know. And when there is that information void, what happens? That's right. Our brains work on overtime to conjure up stories to make sense of everything, to fill that void. And that's how rumors start. That's how gossip starts. That's how untruth starts and fake news even, right? And then as soon as chitter chatter starts, that starts to amplify it. So be considerate of that information void and communicate the facts so that your colleagues and your team members and your peers and even your customers, right, have the information that is available to them. So, that final tip was about bringing those three different skill sets or mentalities empathy, collaboration, and communication. All three are going to be absolutely vital as you continue to lead and manage and work on transformation in these challenging times. So, let's just take a whistle stop tour of all of those different tips that we've been through today. As I mentioned, they are going to be available at obandco.uk 73. So those tips, once again, support and be considerate of those in the ongoing operation. Continue to network internally and externally. Don't build up those barriers. Don't let progress stop and balance the day-to-day operations with your transformation efforts and continue to communicate status and progress to your team and your stakeholders. Be ready to pick up the ball should someone fall sick and continue to think about that business continuity plan. Next was thinking about how you can keep your productivity up and in particular building a routine that you must keep in place and there are more as I say on the show notes page. Next, you've got to consider how you are going to take into account the craziness of the data and how you are going to clean that up so you can assess trials and proofs of concept, etc., fairly, both now and in the future. Next was looking at what could change as a result of the current crisis and how you can get on the front foot about that future transformation. Then we were talking about how your business could help support and play a part as a socially responsible corporate business? How can you help the community or the world? And finally, have empathy, have collaboration and keep communicating. So those were all the tips. There's been a bit of a whistle-stop tour there. So do go and check it out, obandco.uk slash 73. And I'll put a link where you can sign up for those retail transformation briefings over there as well. That will help you stay up to speed and stay informed with what is going on in the world. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Please do remember to subscribe to the podcast and reach out to share your tips as well. It would be great to hear your advice, how you can continue to manage and lead transformation when working remotely. So find me on LinkedIn, I'm Oliver Banks, or on Twitter, Ollie underscore Banks, O-L-L-I-E underscore Banks. Or hey, send me an email. Oliver.banks at It would be fantastic to hear from you. And if you'd like to bounce any ideas around as to how you can best take advantage and make sure that your transformation and your retail business is most secure for the future, then do get in touch as well. It would be great to chat to you. So I know this is a tough time for our industry and every industry as well. Absolutely uncharted waters, as I was saying. But I know that you are well placed to continue to thrive. And I do wish you all the support. Stay safe, stay healthy, and I will catch you in the next episode. Bye for now.